pills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands Welcome back, up listeners, to another exciting episode of Bills and Beers, the Buffalo Bills podcast, here from the Bills backers of Chicago, Illinois. This marks the first episode of season seven of Bills and Beers. The seven. Yes. Yeah. Lucky. Hey, lucky, lucky number lucky, seven. Lucky number seven. The 2016 season is now full. In, in, it's going. We're going. We just shut out the New York Giants at in the Ralph on Kids Day for preseason game number two. I'm Lars. Joining me, uh, the lovely Miss Cassie Hutton and her hubby Jay are with us today. Greetings. Yeah. And uh, the president of the Bills Backers of Chicago, Sujit, is also here. Would the Bills Backers Association headquarters please excuse us for not having registered the Lincoln Station Buffalo Bills Backers of Chicago as of yet? Um, we are still an active chapter, and I would just like to put that on the record. I will be submitting Who our are you registration to right now. <laughs> I'd just like to think is, that they're listening. What is the okay? okay. I, the the people, <laughs> the people who run the Bills Backers Association, I forgot well, to I, register our group. All like 230 of us. So I just put Great. it on the record. Excuse me. We still a, exist. Is this an election year? Yeah. Yes, this is an election year. It's always an election <laughs> oh, yeah. year. Oh, yeah. I'm always willing to give up the tiny, tiny, tiny bit of responsibility I have. That you couldn't even deliver yeah, on, I apparently. I had one job. I had one job a year. It has been a wild week for the Buffalo Bills. We've got a lot to talk about, including this shutout. So uh, let's not waste any time. And talk about, uh, we'll talk about the preseason game first, because I think there was a lot of bright things to talk about. So let's get into it. There, there you go. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. The Bills make me wanna shout. It was a big week in Buffalo for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, new stadium name. New, new era. era. Fi- yeah, the new era field. A new era has begun. With the first preseason shutout at home, or first preseason shutout period in 20 years since 1996, so the new era has begun at New Era Field, a name change that we were actually tipped off on two years ago by uh, Buffalo Bill Belcher, whose father plays golf with the tax attorney who was drawing up the deal. But at any rate, a hell of a start for the new field, the new era field, to begin the new era with a shutout. Um, A lot of things to be excited about. Um... But we'll start with the negative well, and first, work our way to the positive. First, let's just talk about the new name. I, oh, I think okay. Discuss- so it's a great Everyone's name. looking for a nickname. John Murphy was talking about a nickname. People talk about the cap because there's a big-ass sign apparently that says, this is the cap. I think it's perfect. We call it the cap. And when they do well, we you know we call it the cap. When they do bad, we call it the clap. And when, uh, you know. You got the clap. You know, like they wanted to do like the whiteout, um, you know, to get the. You know, we called him at, at Bucknell. We had Soika Pavilions. We had the Soika Psychos. When we want to get a really rowdy house, we'll say, tip the cap. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, that's horrible. Why is that horrible? horrible? No, it's like, it gets so crazy, the whole place tips over. What about, it's a new era? Well, yeah. yeah that, that one's a no, little on the nose, do nickname. Yeah. Nickname. The lid, the cap, mm. the 5950. No. Yeah, yeah. Tags no. on. Just new I, era the cap. How about the, the Neff? You new like the cap. I like the cap. I like the cap. Okay. It's still Ralph Rose Stadium, but we can also just we could call it, say yeah, it's New Era Field or New Era Era whatever, but the nickname can still be the Ralph. That actually feels. I better. think people are still gonna call it the Ralph. Yeah. So today at F- the Ralph, New Era, today, I don't care if I like your caps. Today at the Ralph on New Era Field, like the Buffalo that. Bills pitched a shutout. They looked really good on defense, and if not for a 59-yard run there at the end of the game, um, 
on a drive which led to a missed field goal, so it was inconsequential anyways. They might have given up um, less than 100 yards of offense. We could probably look it up real quick, but uh, Cass, you were uh, none too pleased with Rex Ryan last season um, because of the setback on the defense. Are you in any way, shape, or form encouraged I by mean, the performance of the last two weeks of this defense? Of course. Not, not only have we had a great run-stopping defense. I mean, problem is we're going up against teams that have horrible run offenses. This is so, true. But we used to let like fluke plays happen and everything, and I think the defense came and they played, and there was limited penalties in this game today, which was a nice change from last week. So I think from an overall starting point, the defense is starting off on a positive note. So Suge is pulling up the numbers for us here, but it is worth noting that they are without their best player in Marcel Darius. They're without their first two draft picks, uh, one of which was expected to anchor this defense in Reggie Ragland. He's gone for the year. And then Shaq Lawson is expected to be a big playmaker. And Kyle Williams isn't playing. So we've got a lot of guys up front. Now, again, granted, um, both the Giants and the Colts are not exactly known for their running prowess, uh, but they gave the quarterbacks fits the last two weeks too, which you have to be encouraged by. It's it's preseason, so ultimately it's meaningless, but... Uh, these performances aren't nothing. What do you got for us for numbers? Well, you know, we always say the preseason's meaningless, and I know that people can win preseason games. It's different when you win a preseason game versus when you shut out another team during a preseason game. It definitely shows that through. It, you know what it shows is it shows some depth. It shows that your your lower strings can compete. You know, and they're better than other people's lower strings. Um, now. You can't say that it's not a marker of poor depth on the other team. That might be the case. But when we look at these numbers, um, you know, total yards, 166 for the New York Giants. That would probably be close to 100 or less if we did not include that, that one run. Oh, yeah, run. that one run. Um, penalties for the Bills, 7 for 73. Not great. Um, hey, not we, terrible, but, but though, not for, a pre-se- for a preseason yeah. game. But I'll we take identified that. one that was at least completely bogus, right? Yeah. The right. face mask right. on Cujo. Um, That's 15 10 for right 70 there. for them. They had four turnovers, you know, yeah. and a, a lot of those were forced by us. We had two. Third down efficiency. This is pretty impressive. They had one third down yeah. converted. Yeah, and it was the first drive. One of, the game. of 11. Uh, and we were eight of 18, which, you and know, I think what, for what were we last week? Five of 15, I think, last week. So I, I think it's, you want it's to be improving. Right around that 50% mark, which is exactly where we are at eight for 18. Yeah. And at the end, I mean, they had seven first down. We had 21. They had um, 102 rushing yards, which, strangely, we only had seven rushing yards, but we had 273 passing yards. They had 64. Wait, when they had seven, seven rushing yards? 70. 70. Oh, said- and they had 102, and then, what, 62 of those came on one play? Right. Wow. So, you know, it was a, a commanding performance by the Bills today, uh, but, you know, obviously keep it going. You know, go up against a team that actually has an offensive line. Um, I thought our, our our offense, I think, is what we need to pay attention to because the defense is the Giants' defense is not a horrible horrible no. place to be, you know. Um, at least as, as far as I know. Well, I um, think we we've got things to get into in terms of bright spots on the yeah, offense. Let's yeah, let's move on. Yeah. So let's but let's start with the negative and we'll work our way back to the positive. Um, bummer of today's game, the Genesee Creamill bummer of today's game. I think there's some you can choose from. Suge, you mentioned a great one earlier. Cass, has anybody come to mind for you that oh. stands out as today's Jenny Creamel bummer of today's game? Well, I feel bad for the poor guy. Uh, Jordan Gay, yeah. sorry, you were never meant to kick extra points or he, field goals in the NFL. Did he play himself off the roster today? Oh, he completely did. He, I mean, are we going to keep a, a long 
you know, a kickoff specialist on, on the team now that the ball comes out to the 25? I don't know. I, I don't think he's needed. I'd rather that roster spot go for depth in some other area. So And the only two was did uh, Carpenter get one or two kickoffs today, but one of them he pinned them inside the 20 on a good so I I don't know what Jordan Gay's worth is at this point. The only reason that we would keep Jordan Gay is if Carpenter kicking kickoffs ruins his ability to kick field goals. That's the only reason. And now I mean that would be a major limitation of Carpenter. Um, but if some reason like it, it, it stresses his leg too much and he can't do a good job for kickoffs, that'll be the only reason. Um, because he is he's still a very accurate kicker in general. Um, and he does have some distance when 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 called upon, uh, despite the misses last year. Uh, his which, overall body of work with the Bills, at least, has been a good one. Which, so, which I remember last year, a lot of his misses, we were always like, well, can't, can't Gay kick that? Can't he kick that? Evidently well, not. We, we, know. We, it's answered, right? We, we know the answer. So um, I, I'm going to go take a quick step outside the box, and I don't think we've mentioned this yet today. I'm giving my Jenny Cremel bummer of the game to Carlos Williams, uh, who is no longer a member of the Buffalo Bills because he gained 32 pounds in the offseason and then couldn't lose it and get back in shape in time for the Bills to be satisfied with his performance. Hey, and I'm hoping we're going to get back to this, right? Like, with the, like, crazy developments of the day. Oh, we're like, going to talk about but it. But yeah, yes. but certainly. But no, who, who in the game, though? Who in the game was a bummer for you? It's really hard to pick because nobody really played that poorly. I know you have a good one, uh, so I, I don't want to... Have- I I had a play that was bad, but like I think on general he played okay. Um, you know, on that long play we had a couple guys over pursue. I think Robert Blanton is a whole lot of vanilla. Jonathan Meeks, I'd like to see him do something to justify his roster spot, but he's not doing all that great. Yeah, but and there were so many bright spots in this game. It was really yeah, hard to say. That's fair. That's fair. So who was yours though? Because so, you had a good yeah. Game. So mine is Jerome Felton. Um, I've been supremely disappointed with Jerome Felton since he came here. You know, we were we were promised this amazing fullback that was going to open up our running game, and our running game was pretty damn open, but it was open without Jerome Felton. He did not play a lot of snaps last year, and you know when he when he had the ball, when he hit, you know he fumbled into the end zone. Yeah. I mean. There's people that he, have been run out of town for that, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the, the, and he still never scored a touchdown. He's still, yeah, touchdown he still never scored a touchdown, and that was every opportunity. I mean, if anyone should be able to bowl over a linebacker to get into the end zone, it's supposed to be our fullback. Um, you know, he hasn't had much of a and, – and, you know, when I was watching him on – when he was the leading blocker for runs, um, when isolated one-on-one, he was losing his matchups. I don't know. I mean, I know the guy has been – Great, but maybe you always look great when you run in front of Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It just makes me makes me wonder. Uh, I don't know how. I know we paid him a decent amount of money. I don't know what type of stuff is guaranteed, but to me, he really isn't performing. And if we are going to need to save money for Stefan Gilmore at all, uh, then we need to we need we need to consider not having him on our team because I don't know what value he provides. So I'm going to switch it over and uh, get into the Labatt Blue MVP now. And I'm going to start with a guy that everybody's pretty excited about because he's having a good training camp. He's had a good preseason so far. Our boy Kevon Seymour uh, had another great game today. Like he just makes great plays. He had the great ga- or he had the great play against the Colts where he ripped the ball out of the guy's hands on the two-point conversion. And then today he had a couple passes broken up. Um, he seems to be in the right place at the right time. He's great in coverage. All of our defensive secondary looked very strong today, uh, and that's in spite of Aaron Williams being out. But he in particular, now I think um, now he's 
Nikel Roby Coleman now. He added a hyphen to his name this year. Uh, I think he was injured today. I think. We didn't see him on the field. No, he, also, he, was... he also switched numbers. And also, our roster has gone through a lot of changes this year. And we I need to have like the player guy in front of me. I don't know who half these guys are on, especially on our defense. Um, but I don't think Nikel Roby was out there today. Excuse me. Nikel Roby Coleman. So I think... Kevon Seymour took his place. He's kind of that uh, slide in on the on the nickel roll there, and I thought he looked great. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with you. Uh, the person that I'm gonna to jump on uh, because we didn't record last week and he deserved it this week too is is Walt Powell. You know, there's this huge pool of wide receivers that we're trying to decide between whether it's um, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be the listen be guy, but uh, still, we got Greg Little. We got rid of, uh, what's his name last week? The Hankerson. Hankerson, yeah. who kept dropping all the balls. Uh, Greg Little. We got Salas. We got Jared um, Des Lewis. We got Jared Boykin. And then, obviously, we got our you know the three people that are probably going to be on the team, Goodwin, Woods, and uh, Sammy, obviously. Uh, but this guy is playing himself into a very, very, very useful role. Maybe he is the special teams player that we need. Uh, while also playing a role as a wide receiver. Um, the few pl- passes that were thrown to him, he pretty much made a play out of. There was one, I think, that he Was it he one of the up. end zone? No, that was Greg Little. That was Greg yeah, Little who, who lost yeah, it. Lost but it. Then, then caught it. Like they, Then they ran the exact same play. Absolutely. Better throw and catch. But I don't think that he Powell has done anything that makes him less of a receiver than the other people. Maybe Salas. Salas has had a pretty good uh, offseason so far. Um, but Did he play today? I, don't I, I didn't see him didn't playing see today. But um, but the point is that he's doing a good job, and if you can do that good of a good of a job, yeah, that good of a job as a wide receiver, but then you also have a role in your special teams. You belong on the team. Although he did have kind of that boneheaded punt return where he like he, <laughs> yeah. he just like lost the ball, and he lost the ball like the forty five yard line. So if that thing would have taken a good bounce for the the Giants, that could have cost the team like thirty yards. Yeah. Very true. But he also didn't once he lost it knew when to stop. Yeah. You know? And I think he also had a couple plays where I think that he um, fair caught the ball appropriately, you know, like where he didn't just take the the strong rule of put your feet on the 10 and then don't move backwards. He saw that there was defensive players behind him already, so he did take two steps back and caught the ball on the 7 rather than letting them down it at the 2 or 1. Yeah. Um, Cass, coming to you. Uh, yeah. Jay, feel free to jump in. Cass, you're, it looks like you got the numbers in front of you, well, so this no. is going to be an informed... No, I've been just scrolling through, kind of looking at the roster. As you said, we don't know a lot of players. So, you know, looking, saying, okay, who 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 stood out today? And I think, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little page from all of your guys' playbooks and say a couple people. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Nice. Uh, no, but I think the offensive line. I think we are finally seeing a cohesive offensive line. And when a lot of the, you know, subs came out or players came in, you know, the new guys, whatnot, Cyrus being in there, um, I feel like they – delivered on giving protection to whatever quarterback was in there and also creating holes for some of our running backs. There's a lot of different people in and out of the games. And for once, I think we all just kind of sat back and watched the offense do what they need to do. And that's all because of the offensive line, you know, giving protection and and creating holes. So I think it was actually a great game to watch and sit there and say, okay, we got some confidence in there with the offensive line. Yeah. And you know, at some point, we also have to talk about what a great situation we're in with our quarterbacks. I mean, maybe not great. We're in a good position. We're in a great, great, great. We are in the best position we've been in over a decade. Well, yes. We are but in that's... a great position. We have a quarterback that 
looks like the real thing. Might not be the best quarterback in the league. None of us need the best quarterback in the league. No. We just needed a quarterback that was starting caliber. um, And that could be maintained in a starting caliber the whole season. I hope that's the case with Tyrod. Um, I think we did a really smart thing with with his contract. We can get into this as our kind of, you know, off-season recap later. But but we're in a great position compared to where we've been in the past. But what about the number two? It's it has to be EJ. And it's, there's, no, there's EJ, no question. He's my bummer of the week for sure because like he drops. I mean, some of the passes today were just so short. He yeah. missed a couple routes. Like, and he, I don't know what he's thinking or if he's just missing the routes. I mean, we, we all joke that on the two-point conversion, okay, yes, he made the two-point conversion, but we all said he, like, basically crapped his pants in the backfield <laughs> because just, like, you know, scrambling around as, you know, whereas Cardell back there all the time just has that confidence to be in the backfield. I, ju- I'm, I, don't, I do not have – now, look, this is not an endorsement for EJ Manuel, but this is a – prediction as to where Cardell Jones is right now that when he's playing against opponent starters and they have game planned and they're running like exotic bliss packages I think his head is going to spin off his shoulders and that's what happened to well, EJ don't you think, yeah that's yeah. the same thing yeah, that will happen to EJ though but, but, but it's already it's all- happened to EJ the damage is done like let's not damage Cardell if we can okay, we can so, avoid it okay okay okay, okay. so I get the what interest you're... of not damaging Cardell yeah, okay, that's, that's, a, that's fair. that's 100% what it is but Cardell's not a uh, frankly, he's not, a, a wuss. Yeah, he's you not know, fragile like that, EJ. I agree. I agree to an extent. Let's also not you get can the still guy ruin hurt. him. You yeah. can still ruin him. That's fair. So uh, yeah, no, I think that I and I think that Cardell has shown a lot of promise, and I'm really excited about what he can be. But I don't think that. So who's your number two then? EJ. Okay. Yeah, it my has only to be thing EJ. is that EJ has over. had such great passes this. Uh, offseason in the preseason games, but they've all been preceded by several horrible, typical yes, EJ passes. Yes. Where you're just like, God, he's the worst quarterback ever. And then he's like, yeah. slings one in, usually to, to what's his Greg. name? Greg. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where how he and Greg have that type of chemistry, but he can thread a ball into Greg like nothing else. But then you know, he's throwing behind people. People are so freaking wide open, and he can't yeah. hit them in stride. Well, the, or uh, Goodwin, Goodwin ran the right route. He threw the wrong yeah. ball. And there yeah. was a lot of times today where him and the he was throwing to routes that the receivers weren't running. So whether or not that's his fault or the receiver's fault or a combination of the two, we'll never know. You know, that's, but, that's fair, but I'm not talking about but those. I'm looked, talking about it, the ones where, like, it was on the ground oh, and yeah. it prevented the person from running or – he was clearly to, throwing to that receiver, and it was behind him. Like the announcer said something like, "Oh, it was in the ball oh, was, was in the sun, eyes. so he couldn't adjust to the ball." I'm like, "No, he can. If he adjusts to the ball, the corner is going to catch the ball because the corner was directly trailing the receiver. Oh, that so was, I mean, if he slowed down, the corner would have caught the ball, not him. And on that play, he had the defenders by like four steps. Yeah, yeah. there's no. I mean, you. Uh, yeah. So, it, so, so we're all in agreement that if Tyrod Taylor gets injured this year, we are screwed. Uh, no, but it's that's be a lot of that's also plays. the reason why I think that yeah. Cardell should be because I think he's enough of a wild card that he may completely, you know, crap the bed, but he also may just learn quickly, develop. They've said he's a great study, even though uh, he doesn't I, look like the smartest person in the world. <laughs> but they've said he's a quick study. I, he's really you'd have, dedicated. I mean, if I'm Rex, you have EJ on a real short leash with with Jones. I think. Because you want to give him a try at least, you right? Want to give the, him a, sh- a look at least, and if if uh, there's an injury, so yeah. And I think that the the problem with that is that we're going to be a ten and six, nine and seven team. So 
can we afford to lose one game with EJ before we, you know? And so it's yeah, to, it's a to hard to figure situation. it out, just to like feel it out. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I mean, let I them play ju- their I just scout don't team. Think, and... I don't think NFL coaches think this way. I think that they are they're so boxed into their conservative thinking that they're not they're not they think that EJ gives them a better chance to win. And since wins are so precious, especially for bubble teams like us, they don't have that mentality of like, well, then just put the wild card in there because fuck it. Like, hey, if EJ if we're gonna lose with EJ, might as well go out in flames with Cardale. Like, they just don't think that. But way. I guess they I don't see them saying that we will lose that much worse with Cardell than we will with EJ. Because I don't think that they're convinced that EJ can read an NFL defense. I don't think they're convinced that EJ can perform at an NFL level. And and we discussed this. Cardell has the attitude that we know that Rex loves. He's got that cockiness. He brings that swagger. It's totally under Rex's like purview. So I think I, I think I don't, I don't disagree with any of this, but I I'm not confident that he knows the offense as well as Tyrod or EJ, who are in year two of the offense. And I I would trust them to say that like we can't just put this guy out there because if we do, we're gonna have to roll the offense back so much, and it's just not worth it. So to wrap up, here's to keeping Tyrod Taylor healthy. Yes, please, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, go offensive line. All right, moving on to the craziest week in the Bills offseason. I don't understand what's happened this week. You know, I've been trying to ignore, you know, the stadium wall and all the Bills boards. I've been off there for weeks. Yeah. I can't do it. Are you sure? You're not the person that's the big C? No, I'm not. Okay, no. there's someone that's the big C that seems to be a very, no. very close to your previous handle. So, um, it's still I'm still the big cat, but I can't. Oh, you're admitting this now. Oh, I think it's been out there for a while. Oh, I didn't know this. Uh, all you I know is the stadium the big... wall makes me feel smart. Yeah. I like to go on yeah. there someday. Well, I'm having a bad day at work. I'm like, God, I, would, I just want to feel good about myself. Oh, I'm going to go on the same wall and read what some uh, you're unintelligent people listeners. out there are saying. I don't think, no, I think most of the guys in the stadium wall are in their 50s and don't know what a podcart is. <laughs> podcart. Pod. <laughs> um, but, uh, but this week, you know, I'm like... Season's getting closer, trying to pay a little bit more attention. I knew we were going to do a podcast soon. And then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. Jesus. So, and most of it broke loose today. Uh, so, let's just start off with, okay, so Carlos Williams shows up fat. Whatever. Bruh, I get it. Your wife was pregnant. You ate too much. Probably You're trying to be a good husband. Ever. It's It's a lame excuse. You know his wife is probably still fit. That's the saddest thing. Yeah. Uh, and so... <laughs> Plus, she's breastfeeding now, so she can lose that weight instantly. Um, or Well, not instantly. Okay, I'm not saying anything. Listen, women, yeah. <laughs> okay? I'm sorry. Uh, but, but anyway, so, you know, that's a lame excuse, but I get it. That's fine. But then he did something, right? We all agree that he had to have done something else because he just oh, passed today? his physical. Yeah. Yes, there's got to be something gotta that's be. coming. Well, it, yeah, and, you know, like they said – like Chris Brown was on the pregame show saying like, yeah, he looks sluggish. Like he looked and then Whaley was interviewed and said, he's behind the other guys. We don't think he's going to catch up. So we want to give him a chance to get a job. But I agree. Something had to have happened. And for me, I, I took Betty out for fetch. And as soon as we got to the field, Sal Capaccio comes on WGR with breaking news. And I was just like, Oh, for God's sake, what now? And that's what it was. And then walking down here, we get the news about Darius, but we'll get that to that in a second. So what happens to a person like Carlos Williams? Is it immaturity? Is it I don't care? Is it I'm just tired of being a football player because it was so exhausting? Like Mike Williams, like that's the impression I get with Mike Williams is that he had all this talent. He's just it was just too much for him. He was just finally done with it. So I mean, I don't. There's no way. To, it's hard to be able to get into his mindset. Have you heard but, any 
Interviews with him? No. Have you heard any interviews with, with him? With Carlos Williams? Yeah. Uh, no. So he he's kind of like, I don't know, he seems like he's a bit like obnoxious and a little bit of like a hothead. And like even when he was doing his apology tour for the suspension, like he just sounded very disingenuous. And I, I can't really put my finger on it, but I didn't really like him um, listening to him talk. So something had to have happened. Like, no, I think he's some kind of a knucklehead. And also he's he gets into notorious Twitter spats where he goes after fans and people have said like it's wildly inappropriate what he says. I haven't read much of it, but I've heard that he's quite the Twitter personality. So there's a lot of signs at a point to like, maybe this guy's just an a-hole and there was a tipping point. Or maybe, in my mind, best case scenario, there was a team meeting and the team decided, hey man, you're out of shape, you're slow, you obviously didn't commit to us, we don't want to commit to you. And they had influence. That's why it happened yeah, today. The, the timing is just very that's, the awkward. Is what's, it's, yeah. That's what's getting me. It's yeah. like, okay, it was like two hours before a preseason game. So, so you're going to cut a guy. And then that, everybody on the team knows that going into the game. And I would assume everyone's prepping for him to be on the roster today, like rolling in. And I mean, two hours before, they're there. They're already taped up. They're warming up. They're stretching. So something, like, did he just not show up? Like, did he show up, like, drunk or, you know, like, I don't know. But, like, it had to have been something where they were just it like. Re- it reminds me of another Williams, Ricky Williams, where he was so talented and then he just kind of gave up yeah. and just wanted to go live in a Yeah, but at least you got a couple somewhere. seasons out of Ricky Williams, yeah. you know. Well, yeah. And he had, I mean. Mike had... Carlos and Ricky Williams. Maybe maybe that's something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, we should we're, have a, a, we're still going to continue to draft Williams yeah. in the fifth round. I don't care what happens, but. Um, but the reason I say the thing about the team meeting, so to transition, the other bombshell that happened today, could the team also had a meeting and said, hey, Marcel, we know you're going through some stuff. Why don't you take some time away and, you know, go serve out your suspension and, and like, go check into a place. And we think that the th- best thing for you to go get yourself right and we'll be here when you get back. Yeah, but talk about a person that's come in before out of shape and with weight gain. I, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he's – so that's my concern. Like, him leaving and just – go. I mean, great, go take care of yourself, yeah – but like fans' concern is like when you come back, you better be ready to go. But I, I don't think he's going to be. Are we worried about Marcel Darius? I think we should be. I mean, we're always worried about Marcel Darius, right? I, but like, I'm, I mean, that's I'm, the I'm thing. talking like, like he could announce his retirement tomorrow. Oh, I don't think he's there. I think I, that be he's bad. had he enough loves, bad things. You guys, he, I think he's. I so, think he's got some issues. I no no no. I just go to a personal story. I met Marcel Darius at the Super Bowl when it was in Indy. And you know, I showed up at the the uh, EA event and there's like all these players all over and they're all just trying to have swagger and look like they're all cool and all this stuff. And Marcel Darius is sporting like a Bills hat. And I'm talking like this is like what 2011. So the Bills are not good. Yeah. And all there's so many players that are all over the place. And are kind of being incognito and whatnot. And Marcel is just like sporting that. He loves the game of football. He loves the Bills. Like, I, that's what I just like got from him. Like, I went up, I met him and talked to him, and he was like a jovial, like, kind of big teddy bear. Hmm. And so, like, I like to be worried about him. I don't know. Maybe he has some demons, like, deep, you I know, think, deep yes. inside, you know, from his upbringing and from like kind of everything that's happened to him. But overall, like, he's a really good guy that cares passionately about the well, sport. Well, you've, you've seen his new hat. 
His and, new. Oh yeah, he has a new hat, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he uh, now he, he set up a deal with New Era. No, no, with what? No, his hat. With, no, no, no. The hat that he he wears like a sailor captain's hat mm. everywhere. What? Yes. Yeah. He this wears. He's mother effort has lost his mind. That's what I'm saying. I think there's something. <laughs> but maybe I mean, it's the drugs. Oh, he's like, why is he going to rehab for weed? That's what I want. <laughs> I don't like, think that's a on. great question. I'm plugging in in case we get feedback. Everybody, sorry. Uh, I don't get who goes to rehab for weed. Oh yeah, like, he showed up at the uh, the racetrack with yes. the with the the cap on, and he has worn it to like several interviews. Yeah. Yeah. Look at, look yes, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he. What is he a sailor? I, I think there's something up here. I think he's. He looks like Gilligan. I mean, I think he's gonna come back to the practice facility dressed as Napoleon one of these days. <laughs> I, I, like, given what we know about him, isn't this a little concerning? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just wow. think he's We're a looking fun, at this picture for guy. everyone that is wondering. Um, this will be the picture Darius for the explains episode. Sailors. Yeah, it'll be the picture of the, the, the Facebook. The, hmm. I mean, but if, if ever there was a Bills, Bills, Bills moment, and we'll we'll get to I that in a think, later. I don't episode think either. the the rehab that he's going into. I mean, he's going into rehabilitation. What what that means? If it's drug rehab, it's one thing. But even drug rehabs, not all of them need to be the type of drug rehab where. You're excluded from the external world. Um, you know, I'm sure that he's going to work out some type of private rehab where he's still able to work out. He's still able to exercise. I mean, that's a big part of a lot of the drug rehabs, actually, is exercising and, you know, being healthy and so all those other things. did he fail things. a test or did he... He, he missed a test, he but says it's probably he because he knew that it would be positive. But for what substance? Does probably any, weed. Does anybody know? Because he was arrested for synthetic weed. Like a year or two synthetic, ago. Synthetic? What the hell is synthetic? Like K2 and that stuff? Like, <laughs> Not that we know about that. But it's supposedly really bad for you. But anyways, uh, I mean, what else has happened this uh, Between this and then Reggie Rag- losing Reggie Ragland for a year, even when, when... Shaq Lawson. When Shaq Lawson out, and then Cordy Glenn goes down with an ankle injury. And then and IK goes down. IK's out for a year, and then Incog. Which, I mean, come on. None of us and were we, excited about IK no. until what he a, went down. We bring <laughs> like, back Brandon Spikes, who looks like he could work out a little bit more. I think it, he's looking a little... Yeah. I think he's vegan now, actually. Wow. Yeah. That's the damn problem. You <laughs> need to give that man some, like, meat, he protein, some protein. He protein. He needs some protein shots. <laughs> but that's pretty much the extent of it. I mean, it has been a... It has been a wild and depressing week, but so far the team looks okay, and the first four weeks of the season were, first off, the success of the season, and I want to make this point loud and crystal clear, um, and this is a point that's lost uh, pretty badly at the stadium wall right now, the 2016 season was never going to hinge on a rookie inside linebacker, a rookie outside linebacker, and or our defensive tackle. The 2016 season was always going to hinge... On Gronk. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But no, it was always going to be about how healthy and how successful can Tyrod, McCoy, and Sammy be. That is what the season was always going to be about. And losing these these tools that, as far as the rookies go, are are pretty much borrowed commodities anyways because they've never even been in a Bills uniform before, I think we will learn to look past us if in the offense works and I, we haven't even talked about um tyrod taylor breaking janoris jenkins ankle and then throwing a 55 yard rope down the field to charles clay today yeah and that's not a nobody whose ankles he broke yeah. no you know? yeah. that's not a and the other the so i'll agree with you it's about tyrod sammy and mccoy and initially when you said tyrod mccoy that was i was about to say Oh crap! Tyrod's middle name is McCoy. It's a, <laughs> I thought you were saying his full name. Uh, no, so Tyrod, McCoy, and Sammy. But the other thing that this this season 
leans upon or that, that it depends upon is the ability of Rex Ryan to instill his defense. Oh. So as of right now, that looks like a Rex Ryan defense. Yeah. That looks like yeah. a plug you at the line, strong defensive backs defense. I mean, um, those guys are out there and they actually look like they know what they're doing. They're yeah. not all like heads on a swivel, like, oh, what are you doing? And, and raising their arms and pointing. And it's Cass, like... you made this point a lot last year and you were right every time that when they were looked that way, it was a disaster. The games where they didn't look that way and look how they have the last two weeks here in preseason where they're all calm and collected pre-snap, they were tough to get by, and they've been like that snap in and snap out so far in the preseason. So, Suge, I agree. And if Rex's system, but it's systems- not about like you said, it's not about having the star players. Rex's system should work with average players. It's a system, you know. Yeah. And he's been successful with second round, third round talents in the past. He's made them look like stars, and you know, I, maybe we're seeing that. You know, we had. Um, Alexander makes some plays today. We even had Terrell that, Worthy look good. We even had that that tall, skinny white boy. Oh, the one that looks like right. the one that looks like Bill Belcher playing linebacker. <laughs> wow, that is uh, that is quite a looking guy. Yeah. Huh? Uh, um, if anybody wants some entertainment, just look him up on Google Images. I'm, You're welcome. Um, but I, yeah, I think that there's a lot to look forward to based on what we've seen from the defense and the offense so far. Sammy has not even taken a preseason snap yet, uh, so hopefully he can get it together for week one. But also keep in mind, we have a pretty weak opponent week one in Baltimore, so I'm kind of already counting that as a win. But uh, a smart quarterback. Yeah. And, yeah, but... A, a, or yeah, veteran, at least. A veteran quarterback, but I think I think that Rex's defense can get the better of him. Um, but I don't think all is lost. I think there's a lot to be excited for. So um, let's uh, let's transition now into the... The wild card segment of today's episode. Well, we're coming up on the end of the episode, which means it's the wild card portion of today's episode. It's the wild card, baby! And this is Bills and Beers. We talk about the Buffalo Bills, but we do so drinking beer. And today, Sujit has gone to like a buy-your-own beer kind of place and has got a very nice spread for us. We had some Labats during the game. But we have just transitioned into a bomber of Hubbard's Cave Fresh IPA. This was bottled on July 22nd. Excuse me, brewed on July 22nd. Bottled on 8-15, which was five short days ago. And uh, will be fresh until the end of September. And it's 9%. Holy Toledo, by volume. It is quite delicious. Thank you for pouring it. Yeah, right here in uh, right here from Chicago. It's nice. Um, so preseason football, we have the third game coming up, which is the most meaningful game because the starters will play the longest. But once the starters are out, you know the uh, quarterback takes his helmet off, puts his baseball cap on, and I think just enjoys himself on the sideline. Uh, Tyrod's a little more of a leader. He was probably a little engaged, but for the most part, once the starters are done, they probably checked out. It's an election year. The Olympics are going on. Zika virus is hitting the Gulf Coast like crazy. A lot of there, stuff to talk There's about. a lot of stuff to talk about. And these guys have a lot of downtime. So what is it, Suge, that these players are talking about during all of this downtime during preseason football? I've already insulted women once during this podcast. <laughs> I'm probably going to insult them again. Uh, so I am 110% in support of the female staff members of the Bills, the new female special assistance coach, and the new NFL um, 
Uh, sorry, the new the ref. Yeah, the, the female. I think ref. she was around last year. She too. was around. It's yeah. not, it, not not new. Sorry. Okay. I'm in full support of her. Um, <laughs> I don't. You know, I, I I'm not attracted to men, so I don't get attracted when I see a male ref. Obviously. But Trust me, I'm attracted to men, and I'm not attracted when I see these guys either. <laughs> yeah. So. But what about that guy that's real, like the like the Ed Hockley? Yeah. yeah. What about he's yeah. Good yeah, 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 he's, yeah. He's on no, no, no. Sure. You guys are. You're not missing but, out so, on anything. So Walt Coleman. When <laughs> nope. they pointed her out, I was like, okay, that's great. And then, like, I don't know, we talked about it a little bit. You know, they were talking about it on TV. Then every time she came on TV, I was like. Damn it, she's kind of sexy. And I don't want to objectify her in her job. She's doing a real job. She's doing her own thing. But And doing is it that well. Wrong? She's doing a good job. She didn't do anything boneheaded. But but, but I don't know. Even when yeah, I say the you word were, boneheaded were, in response to her, You were distracted by her things. appearance. I mean, every time she was on the screen, you were like... It was like, oh, oh, there's that, there's that referee guy. Oh, she's oh, cute. <laughs> yeah. She, and then they had to show the picture of her with her hat off. Yeah. Well, Y'all were talking about the fact that she has her ponytail up in her hair, yeah. and that part of, you put the image into my head of her pulling off that hat and had these flowing blonde Just shaking locks it out in out. slow mo. Like I'm calling you for holding. Yeah. <laughs> like, that that may have been me that did I know, that. Illegal I know, touching. I would like to tell all our listeners that I know that there's something wrong with me. Okay. Well, but like. But, when but they I show the picture, it's almost like when you see like, in on in Halloween, it's like a chicken, like a, like a sexy cop outfit. You know, like it's just like like you don't associate that outfit. Oh, whoops! Lars tried to kill the whole thing. Uh, you don't associate that <laughs> outfit with anything sexy. So when you see someone that's attractive in it, you're like, oh snap! You know? This is like the fourth or fifth time Cassie and I are hearing this over the last couple hours. So so rest assured that if if Suge was on the sideline for a preseason game, I'm, okay. We also know Specs. You got a little bit of round backside, okay? And I did not point Ooh. that out. It was Cassie that pointed that out. Yes. Yes. So I know that there's some. And she looks tall. Line. She looks really she's tall. tall. She's she tall. Yeah. should be like a compared to, compared to Kim Asian Kim yeah. <laughs> so, But um, but I know there's some players I'm like, oh damn, that girl got some ass too. <laughs> okay, like so I know. Okay, they I'm were sorry. just like, <laughs> I, am I going to hit it or now not? Now I'm racist it. too. Okay. Well, speaking <laughs> of racist and speaking of things Kim has done and speaking of things Cassie noticed. Uh, Cassie has Kim and family. She's, yeah, she's got something chambered for her conversation piece uh, that I can't say I disagree with her on either. Yeah, so I think Jerry Hughes is on the sidelines right before his interview, being like, "God damn it, I have to wear this hideous one buff hat." Kelly Pagula, Pagula family, love everything that you're doing, but you are not a designer. I have not seen one remotely attractive thing that you have output. And now all these poor players on the sidelines are like, "Eh, yeah, I got to wear this thing. Like, thank God new era is now a sponsor of us. Cause there are going to be good looking hats on the sidelines. And then there's going to be the one buff trash. So I, these players, these poor guys, they have to support it, but it's hideous out there. Like, come on, let's get some design skills before we do anything new. Pegola children. Y'all got to step it up a little bit. I'm not asking you to be like road scholars and all, but, but it was I, her, the daughter, right? Is yeah, Kelly, the, Kelly the Pagula, yeah, buff, yeah, thing. one buff. And there Which, was nothing but, wrong with but, one buffalo. One buffalo Mars is wearing great. A one buffalo shirt. Right it looks now. awesome. I one is great. great. One buffalo is great. Why you got one, to change it, it. it, it well. and change it, and and it's hideous. Yeah, it like at least right. like spin it off into something maybe attractive. I but... bet you Tyrod had to wear it, and that's why he had his jersey on on top of that red shirt that he was wearing. Yeah, because he's like, um, God damn it, this one like, buff stuff is ugly. And he's got great taste. I know. Tyrod's got, that's the reason why. That's exactly why. And 
we talked about we're gonna talk about their son. Oh, Matthew. Matthew? I, I feel like we're gonna have plenty Matthew, of stay off for Twitter, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and stay Instagram. I mean, anyway, is... listen, I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want to get killed by Terry Pagula and I don't want to be banned from the stadium. Uh, and I've already not registered our Buffalo Bills fans. <laughs> so um, I'm, we're definitely not going to get registered now if anyone hears this. Not that they listen to us. But um, but that means you listen to Daylight Open for those mutants. Everybody over at go and just read Matt Matthews. Yeah. Matt Pagula's Twitter, Twitter and Instagram yeah. page. It, like he Don't the, say nothing about it. He's going to get us. We're gonna, I'm, I'm already on a watch list. He's such. <laughs> Like ten years from now, he's gonna look back at this and go, "Oh my god, I was such a dork! Like, what was wrong with me?" Or we hope ten years from now he's going to. Well, I think that the sideline conversation—I think it was probably pretty obvious. They were probably discussing the inevitable return to fascism that's going to take over Europe pretty soon as a as a result of the like overly liberal policies that many of the countries there have adopted, and, and as well as a lot of the. Immigration and refugee crises that are harming com- no, countries like Germany. Wait, wait, wait. It's no longer on the team, Yeah, right? right? <laughs> who's, who's having was this conversation? Was it, was it, was it, who was it? Wasn't Kyle Orton? Who was the real intellectual guy? Was it Kyle Orton? It was Kyle Orton. Isn't no. he the one that wanted to be a politician? Yeah. And... You mean Ryan Fitzpatrick no. from Harvard? Really? Kyle was, Orton wants to be a politician? Magic. I think it was Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic. Yeah. Well, he Magic. went to Harvard. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. You loved... We had a whole discussion about yeah. this on a Do wild we... card about how you loved Kyle Orton because he has aspirations in politics and he sat down and sits down... You imagine him as a guy who sits down with a glass of scotch and oh, yeah. has a long... You'd like to sit down... Oh, that was like, my retreat with... Yeah. 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 Him the offensive lineman. Yeah. And he has, like, he has much bigger aspirations about life and... Has political oh, that's opinion. true. He drops some like real existentialist, like right. what are we all really doing here? Kind of interview responses two years ago. Um, I, I but I think that that makes for a pretty feasible uh, topic of conversation. Well, which which, which, which one of our who? players do you yeah. think is talking about the liberal? I don't know what these guys are talking. I, I don't know what like of Europe, like twenty three year old uh, kids talking. It's about. definitely not Mister Doosable. Are they? Are they? Are they, are they Snapchatting? Like what are they doing? Gronkowski. What are you talking about? about? Tyrod was like, God damn it! All these kids here, they're so loud. They're screeching. That's like get true. them to shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah. They were probably trying know. to. Yeah. I think they were talking about. Okay, listen. <laughs> Marcel's in rehab. Who gets his weed? Okay. Who gets the food in Marcel's freezer? Who knows you know his he combo left all that food right there. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm driving. I'm leaving five minutes early. I'm not going to shower today. I'm going to leave early, do my interviews, and get out. Who, whoever gets back to Rochester in time to St. John Fisher gets the food in Marcel's fridge. Um, so somebody on the stadium wall uh, recently said with, with great confidence that they knew firsthand that the uh, supplier for the Buffalo Bills team a couple years ago was actually one of the players. That there was a... That most of the marijuana transactions were coming from within the organization. Oh, it was definitely... What's his name? Uh, Mike... Uh, Mike Williams? Mike Williams. Williams. Um, no, maybe. Yeah. maybe. That's maybe probably not. what he got. But that's why he was late showing up to practice. He was over in the casino in Canada getting some good stuff. No, it's uh, it's uh, the Sanborn. It's the long snapper. Like, really, like... Hiding you would never, Yeah, sight. you would never know. Yeah. You'd be like, what? Oh, Who is it? Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, Bill just texted us, which means it's time to wrap up this week's episode. <laughs> no. uh, we'll be, Did he just text us? We, yeah. 
We we are coming to you from Sujit's basement this weekend. Lovely basement, lovely home, by the way. Love your courtyard. I was saying that to Rekka before you got here. Oh, uh, you have no idea the fights that have happened because of this courtyard. Oh, did she not like it? Should I not have mentioned no, it? it? No, it's there's been it's a disaster. That's great. Uh, we will be recording <laughs> next time from Lincoln are we Station. Call now? No, we're done. The episode he like he he had a forty five minute window that he completely missed. We can mix them in. Come on. Now I have, what was I even saying? We're, we're closing out. We're closing, we're closing out the out, episode. Yeah. We're going to we'll, be at Lincoln uh, Station next, right? We'll be back at Lincoln Station, which is the, I guess, unofficial home of the Bills back It's still Chicago. the official home, okay? We're registered. We just forgot to renew our registration. So we'll be back there. So you didn't hear a lot of bar noise. You might have heard a little shuffling on the coffee table here. Uh, but we're looking forward to being back with the Bills Mafia here in Chicago in a couple weeks. I doubt we'll record again uh, before the opener against Well, unless Baltimore everyone rehab. else goes into rehab. Yeah, I mean, unless, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say. I mean... We should, at this point, just bank on a tornado ripping through Orchard Park right now, taking away the, the entire weekday facility. or weekend? Uh, I don't know. The, the last we, we close with the D- Detroit. I don't know who we play in the third. Doesn't matter. Uh, we'll be back in time. Uh, so find Pittsburgh? us. Find us. And sub- I don't know. Uh, find whatever. us and subscribe on iTunes. Um, we'll be probably be a little more active on social media now that the season's going, so you can chat with us there. We're going to do some more social media shout-outs this year. Uh, as part of the podcast. Oh, shout out to the new Cassie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, new yeah. Cassie. Uh, Cassie there. without an E. Cassie and, ain't got nothing on her profile but Bill's shit. And, <laughs> and we do have uh, we do have call-in segments planned for both uh, Buffalo Bill Belcher and Jam and Jeff Day if they ever uh, can find it in them to coordinate with us. But until next time, uh, don't hate. On behalf of uh, Cassie, Suge, and all of the Bills backers of Chicago, I'm Lars. Go Bills. Let's go. Let's go Buffalo Let's go Buffalo The bills make me wanna Shout